they should know that they're committing a crime. <laughs> they don't have to use a weapon. A lot of people rob banks with notes. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That's, that's the thing when you go in there. Yeah, nigga, come in. He can come in there with a note. He can come up, nigga. See <laughs> whatever. Like, right, right, right. If, if he communicates to me that he wants the money yes. from my cash drawer, <laughs> you can have it. You can have it. Do you ever feel like like we could be living differently? Because listen, if I'm out, yeah, I just lose control of my ass. <laughs> Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ, and I. I'm Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very special shout out to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me will always honor the God in each and every one of you. Today, it's just Keon and I. You know what? I was actually thinking, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, people probably got used to us having guests. You know, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I, again, I mean, I'm, I'm still we're, st- we're having guests. We're doing yeah. that, but no, it just yeah. You, I mean, this is what it is. This yeah, is who yeah. we are. This it's been seventy something episodes of that. So you know, this, yeah, pretty this much. Is, this is what we do. Absolutely. Um, what's going on, man? I was thinking about this the other day. I have got to hold the world record for the nigga with the most that just. Uh-oh. craziest <laughs> job scenarios and situations. Um, as you guys, anybody that listens to this knows that I left a, a job not too long ago that was very trash. The My superiors were also very trash. Yes. Um, and I'm in a new place now. And what I'm about to tell you has nothing to do with the superiors, uh, has nothing to do with the people that I work with. Uh, it's more so just the job itself. So I'm now in property management, which is awesome. It provides a lot of, you know, great perks. I don't have to work until nine, 10 o'clock anymore. I really appreciate that. Let me stop real quick and let you guys know this is the first time we've both used headphones before. And I got to say, I don't know what we were doing before this. It's it, hustling I, backwards. I don't Always. know. I don't know what we were doing before this. Always, but 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 I love that though. We just keep running into moments where it's like, what were we doing before? Right. How were we doing things beforehand? And this is a completely different experience. Yeah. Like this is crazy. Like it. I'm just. I'm feeling this on a whole different level now. Hold on a second. I'm <laughs> trying to figure out which. I feel like. I feel like. I I have to I I should I gotta go first. You want I want right. I want you to I want you to save these because these are gonna be fun. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And for some reason, I feel like no. I know exactly what the reason is. I did the last episode with Mikhail and Sue, mm. and in my last words, <laughs> you probably do hold the record for the most weird shit at their job, though. That's funny. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what's funny? What's really, really funny about that? I've really thought about this. What? It's because because I've talked to my parents about the <laughs> the things that you go through. Oh, for real? Yes. <laughs> and I laugh about it because it it's because of the contrast. Uh huh. Because it's you being thrown into the situations that you're thrown into, and you just you don't want no confrontation. You're a very chill, relaxed guy. I try to I try to avoid confrontation if I can, but it just finds you at, oh, it at every level. You. So but that's just life. Like you can't escape it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna come. It's gonna come see you. <laughs> yeah, nah. But yours is yours is unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So in the last words with McCarroll and Sill. I talked about gratitude mm-hmm. and not taking the people that come and do this podcast with me for granted. 
And I was telling them, thank you for as soon as I hit you guys being like, yo, we got you. Whatever you need, I'm in there. Like you, we, we were good. And I talked about it sort of being like a superpower in a sense. I, I talked about the the gratitude of knowing that I'm the type of person that can make these calls, these texts, like that I have friends that are real cool that'll come by in in a blink of an eye because I realize that's not necessarily a status quo. Like everyone does, just can't make those calls. Well, yeah, we talked about just being solid individual. Like we've all, we've spoken about this more than once, just being solid individuals. When you're one of those types of people, when you're not a fuck nigga or, yes. you know, a piece of shit, People will come. What did Ryan say a couple of pots ago? If you build it, they will come. People will come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that was sort of like the mantra he kept hearing in his head when yeah. he was about to start creating Virgin Vegan. Yeah, that was interesting. Because <clears throat> he did say it was a spiritual calling of sorts. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling this to them. I'm telling them thank you for coming through. And I remember many, many, many pods ago, I also talked to you about me becoming this this newer version of myself mm-hmm. and the way people were treating me and me being like aware of people being just very very nice and generous you know towards me a lot of adoration what I, no I, you you saying that just kind of made me think of something it's like it's like you fucking you shed layers and just become this new newer version of earl that's, and, it, that's, and it happens a lot I feel like it happens very <laughs> it happens very quickly. Yeah. You just shed layers like a fucking crab or something. I like, I've heard this before. Like a, like a moth and just you just become this that's newer a, That's wild. You chose you chose crab and moth before well, butterfly. Like damn. Like I feel like most people would have would have went straight to butterfly. This thing snake. Went to, sna- yeah, this is, I'm a snake, a crab, Jesus, and a moth. That's what that's, that's what I remind you of. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, and it is interesting being me, by the way, because of because of that. I do feel these changes, mm-hmm. but anywho. So I spoke to you about that a long time ago. And I feel like this moment that I had last night when I was at dinner with a friend was like waiting to come. Mm-hmm. We started we started talking about well, one, just in, in that day alone, I'd had various people come up to me and say just very, very nice things. Like, you make me smile. When you're around, I love the energy. Or when you come around, my day gets this much better, that much better, whatever. Like I heard that like a couple times in one day. I was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. And then I'm at dinner with this friend and we're talking about our mutual friend, Keon, right? That that you were saying maybe we should get him on the pod. Okay. And I was like, yeah, like I, I mean, you saw me in the chat. I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to get him on the pod. And you were like, why not? Like, you guys are, well, you guys are cool. Why wouldn't you get him on the pod? Right. And in my mind, this is probably me overthinking it. I'm like, I don't want any semblance of clout chasing. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm asking someone to do or put themselves in a position where it's it's clearly just an ask for me. Like I did, I just. I have a hard time asking people for things sometimes, and I don't want that to come off as though I'm just, I, I don't know, just shame, you know, shamelessly asking I, someone for, for their time and their energy. I get what you When saying. they don't really have to do this type of thing. But it's not like people, it's not like we bring people on here and it's some sort of 
requirement that they share and post everything. Mm-hmm. Like we're not asking people to do that. And that's why my friend was like early, like you're being stupid. Like no, like no one, even if that was, like no one thinks you're that guy. Yeah. Like no one thinks you're that guy. So that's kind of where the conversation started. Mm-hmm. No one thinks you're that guy. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> then when I started to tell her about the relationship between that person and myself, it was, I started looking back on the moments with, that we had shared and it was always very, very cool. And, and sometimes even it would be it would be quite catered to me in a sense. Um, when I say that this person in particular used to roast the shit out of people all the time. Like it was like a full day's job. Like this is what they did full time was roast people. <laughs> and you know, I used to come around with a bunch of weird stuff because I wasn't wearing what everyone else was wearing. Right. So I would come over to the house and be wearing a bunch of weird stuff. Had them Vasco da Gama's on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those boots. I got to get some more of those. <laughs> and, uh, this nigga the, is a pioneer. Those were like some boots that you find in a corner at Forever 21. I think right. I found them somewhere like that. Yeah. And... <laughs> This person would say, you know what, man, you know, I roast everyone, but you like you just doing your own thing. Like you just got your own style. Like I just I admire that. Mm-hmm. I remember it was various moments sort of like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going I'm going through all this. And my friend again is like, see, like this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like no one's thinking that you're some weird clout chasey opportunist. Like no, no one's no right. one's thinking about that. Right. And then we just started going down this list of well first I, I started feeling very bashful like i started feeling shy like i wanted the conversation to get off of me it's not an earl emotion i well <laughs> this is what the whole point of this is i felt that this was like the best segue because i had that those last words with them and i kind of wanted to start with this okay cuz it's all about gratitude and i didn't even know that what happened last night was possible okay so we start going down i, I start kind of getting flooded with emotion. Like I'm feeling just very, very grateful mm-hmm. um, because we're just talking about the way that people see me and treat me. And I'm thinking about what I said to Mikhail and Sil. And I'm, I'm just getting, again, overwhelmed with emotion. Mm-hmm. And I start thinking, one of my friends texted me the other day <clears throat> I got to I got to find this because this, this is the type of stuff I'm talking about, just in case. Um, big respect for you, brother, was the text message I got. Mm-hmm. I said, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> and then you are constantly in my thoughts and my stories, despite our consistent lack thereof communication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way you ask questions, the way you've checked me, the way you challenge me is always in my thoughts. It has done me. A, such a strong job in refining me. I've always felt supported by you, even when you're refining me and forcing me to grow through struggles. It means the world. You out here inadvertently sculpting niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I, yo, sculpting sounds wild. Like I would never. <laughs> well, he, did, he said the word refining, which is probably why you thought sculpture. Uh, I get, okay, I get it. I get it. Just chipping away at him. <laughs> Uh, inadvertently, I suppose. Inadvertently. Inadver- okay, inadvertently. I guess you. All right. Okay. All right. I I got nothing. I got nothing. So, but this is the type of thing, you know, just the type of conversation that starts to make me feel bashful, though. Right. <laughs> so, like, this is like this is a vulnerable moment. Me like talking, like I don't like talking about 
people like the way people look at me. Okay. Right? Um, because it can sound away. Okay. So and then we have this other guy that called me the other day that I just spoke to you about that sort of looks at me like his older brother, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Our friend in Florida. Okay. And I I from from that moment on, I just like kept thinking about a bunch of these moments where people have just been very, very nice to me, very accommodating at all at all terms, like everywhere I go. But when you think about that, I mean, should just based on you knowing you, should they treat you any other way? Well, that's the thing. Some some I'm I'm too busy being me to be thinking about who I am all the time. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So in that that's a, another huge part of this is the fact that all this has been very very natural to me. It's not like I'm going out of my way to to be someone to make people smile or whatever have whatever effect it is that I have on people like I'm just being me and that's another reason why it started to overwhelm me. Which like you, like what feeling. is what, like like a butterflies in your stomach type of feel like No, like I'm in the middle of a restaurant <clears throat> and I just burst it out in tears. Okay. And I, so my friend's like, yo, what's going on? I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right now. Like, I'm just in the middle of a restaurant crying. People are like looking at me like off to the side, like, <laughs> but it doesn't, but it, does, it doesn't necessarily look like I'm like, I'm broken down or anything like right, that. Right. It's just, I didn't know that I could feel a level of gratitude for, for who I am based on just the this lottery pick of genetics and in nurturing from the village that raised me. Right. But I kept thinking about that because I was thinking about all these people, especially recently, since I've been talking to more and more people that are going through hell, people very much dislike these people. I hear people talking shit behind people's back all the time. Like, I, I wish so-and-so doesn't come to work. I, I hate this person, this, that, and the third. Like, it, it it's like that. People's the status quo is usually quite not necessarily the contrary, but this isn't everyone's experience. Right. And so when I just looked at the overwhelming support and love that I have in my life from every pocket of my life, I was I I felt it was like me winning the lottery last night, in a sense. Okay. like that's the way I was looking at it. I was I was looking around at other people thinking I just won the lottery or at least in my mind, I just realized mm-hmm. that I won a, a, a certain lottery. Mm-hmm. And I was just, yeah, I was just in that shit, just overwhelmed. I started calling my parents. I called my aunt and, and, just, and let them know that I was just grateful that they did everything they did that helped make me who I was in the moment. It was, those are some those are some deep calls, but it was a wild moment. I did not know I could be moved to that extent simply from realizing and acknowledging gratitude. The way in which you were raised, and when I say you, I mean anyone. The way in which anyone is raised and who is doing the raising has such an impact, and i I don't think I don't think a lot of people really realize that until they get to a certain age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, again, it, it, it takes time to be able to look, to think, to to be able to, one, have the cognitive ability to look back at yourself, right? Introspection. And then on, on various levels, really realize and assess what's going on and then try to look back in the past 
and realize where that came from. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, that's a whole lot to do. So you need some time to be able to look back and mm-hmm. and do that sort of work. But when you when you realize, yeah, man, when you realize the the sacrifices that your village made for you, and and how that came to be, and how bro. We got, we got, we have people that love us and care for us. That Absolutely. is, that just, that just can't be something that is taken for granted. Absolutely. It, 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 just, it just can't. Absolutely. That, that shit was crazy last night. I was, it was insane. A little bit, a little bit, a little breakthrough. Yeah. And I felt, it, it, it never felt to me before that I had just been like holding this in and right. I just didn't want, it just, for just one day, just one night, it just came out. I think I just didn't. Truly allow myself to feel all, shed another layer. All the different, all the different levels of uh, of support and love and care that I've I've realized yeah. uh, and witnessed in the past, however you know, last year or so. I'd say yeah. onions have layers, donkeys <laughs> have layers, earls have layers. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just, thank just you. A Shrek, oh, that a was, Shrek reference. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's just a Shrek reference. All right. Well, that that was the closeout for that. <laughs> now, please tell us about you having the weirdest the weirdest list of things going on at your job. Uh, nah, just I'm a I'm a just I'm gonna go over a couple of things. I'm gonna make fun of my life for a second, real quick. Um, so look, man, I'm at I, I, so I'm in property management now. Um, I think I said that. Um, I'm at work just a few days ago, and. We get to the point where we want to go take some money up to the bank, you know, something that we do typically a couple of times throughout the week. I go to my bank deposit bag and there's no money in there, not a dime, none of it. And we're just like, well, this was uh, this is like the Wednesday after Columbus Day. So Columbus Day was on a Monday. Right. And so we're in there and we're like, well, we didn't go to the bank on Monday. And we're like, OK, well, did we you know, did did. You know, it's I'm, there's two of us there. One mm-hmm. person isn't there, and we're like, "Well, damn! Did you know? Did so and so go to the go to the bank without telling us? Like, right. you know, why would they? You know, why would they do that? You know?" And you know, my mind just starts rolling at right. that point because I'm in charge here. Right. I need to figure out where this money is. Yes. Because when they come calling and they come asking about it, they're gonna want to talk to me. They're not gonna talk to everybody else. They're gonna talk to me first. Yeah. So I'm just like, all right, I gotta figure out where this money went. So I'm looking on the cameras, you know, just kind of looking through the daytime, the daytime. This is key. Mm. Wondering like, okay, did so-and-so grab the money, go to the bank, you know what I'm saying? And didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? That the the so-and-so I'm talking about had actually left early that day. She, you know, looked a little emotionally distressed and I'm just instantly thinking like, damn, is she stressed out financially? (laughs) (laughs) Did she? Did she? Not anymore. Did she desperately need the money? <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. Oh my right. God! Did she, I know she couldn't have done that? Why would she do that? No way. No way. Took the money, left early. Oh God! Oh my God! Like I'm just trying to figure out like what's going on. Yeah, I'm assuming because you just said they're gonna come asking you, of course, because it's your property yeah. to manage. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I would think that. I mean, the camera's the very first thing. Like, we're going to find out where yeah. it went. Yeah, absolutely. Like, at some point. How long does it take for you to go through all of this film? It's It took probably, like, an hour. Damn. I wasn't thinking to look at night. Nighttime when people burglarize. So, I looked up at nighttime, and for sure, dog, my job got robbed. 
we got robbed. And we think it's it, we, it's possibly some kind of inside job um, because the person that did it, they knew the code for our spare key lock. And they also knew the alarm code. That nigga was in there. Came in this joint, turned the alarm off, took like $800 and rolled out and then put the, put the spare key back. And I'm just like, it was just so surreal to me because it's just like, who gets robbed? A lot of people, apparently. A lot of people get robbed. Yes, a and, lot but of it's people just, get I've, robbed. I've never been in that situation before. I was just like, yo, this is ghetto as shit. <laughs> like, we over here getting robbed. Like, who, like, what is going, like, why is this happening? Like, why? <laughs> well, hold, no, wait a second. You said you thought it was an inside job from someone whom had just yeah, recently so, been fired. Yeah, so we think it's an inside job. And the reason we think so, that is so because- that's when people rob people, when they get fired from yeah, their job. True. Yeah, that's true. So I'm running through the cameras. I see the guy come in like 1.30 a.m. Uh, on like that uh, like that Tuesday morning or yeah. something, whatever. And so, you know, I call my associate over. I'm like, yo, look at this shit. Right. Look at this. And she sees it and she's immediately- Yo, that's so and so, right? Exactly. That. that is this person, <laughs> and I was like, for real. She was like, yeah, I could tell by the way he walks. <laughs> I was like, wow, and I'm just thinking, like, you know what? As slick as you want to try to be, yeah, you can't escape those mannerisms, right? Yeah, you cannot yeah, escape yeah, yeah. that. You got it. Mm. So, like, I mean, no, or you should, or you could have been cognizant of that. If you were going to a place again, you worked there. I would have been. I think I would have been cognizant of that. To be honest with well, you, not everybody's smart. <laughs> not everyone's smart. Well, but I know. But the whole point is, you're going to a place you know. You know that the cameras are in there, right? Yeah, I I definitely would have dressed in a certain way, a way to be like, nah, that ain't Earl. And I would have. I would have purposely played a different character. You would have walked in there with a limp, did a little, yeah, little crip walk. Yes, I would have been a whole different person. That Yeah, that's something to think about. This, this nigga would have walked in on his hands. This nigga would have did a handstand well, all the way in. <laughs> well, the, 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 the thing is, your job in particular deals with cameras. Yes. So I feel like if he worked there, yeah. then he knew like cameras are a big part of your job. You know what I mean? It's just something I would have been cognizant of. But anyway, yeah. he wasn't. So he walked in there with yep. his regular demeanor. Yep. Walked in with his was regular identified demeanor. Immediately. Identified immediately. Now, we, <laughs> now what's cra- Like, we didn't see his face. Yeah. So there's that. Did he have like a ski mask on or just like a hood or something? He had like a little beanie on. Uh, um, Had like a, you know, a regular COVID mask uh, on. Yeah. And the, so. Oh, yeah. That's when people started robbing people when COVID came around. <laughs> they was, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 And so like she immediately recognized them. She was like, yo, like. I could tell by the way he walks, like he always be doing, like he was doing a certain thing with his hands right. that we also kind of picked up on. Right. And I would just, I had never met this person. Right. But the person I was working with was certain, was certain that it was him. Um, even the way he was built, you know what I'm saying? Kind of a yeah. stock, kind of a stocky nigga. Right, you know what right, I'm right, saying? Right, a big right. RJ nigga. Um, big like, big just, refrigerator, big yeah, box, big yeah, cube. Big, big, big Vince Wilfork ass nigga. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he, he used to play football. Oh, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know that. Person. Yeah, but um, just crazy, man. Just the craziness. And so I had another situation just a couple of weeks before this. I had these people come up. Hey, rent. man, like, by the way, like what? I said, somebody coming in while you there talking about give me the money. 
I'm giving him the money. Yes. I'm giving him the money. Off the rip. You don't need to try to reason with him. Yeah. Nothing. Nigga, if they want this beard off my face, if so, if, I'm going <laughs> to cut it. Hold on a second. I got... <laughs> hold on, but but what has to happen exactly for that to be the case? If, if some big burly dude comes in and he's just like, give me the money. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't brandish a weapon immediately or have any sort of what you don't see anything that threatening aside from him <laughs> alone what are you going to do if he just said give, give me the money right now pass, I'm gonna pass give him the money oh <laughs> not, not so, an issue <laughs> it's not an issue at all so you just all the nigga has to do is walk in there and be like, yo, give me this money. You, yeah, absolutely. Sir. Like At that point, they know that they're committing a crime. Right, 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 right. They should know that they're committing a crime. They don't have to use a weapon. A lot of people rob banks with notes. Yeah, yeah, I hear that that's, that's the thing when you go in there. Yeah, nigga, come yeah. In, he can come in there with a note. He can come up, nigga... <laughs> whatever like right, if, right, right. if he communicates to me that he wants the money yes from my cash drawer <laughs> he can have it he can have it it's not a problem sir <laughs> same time tomorrow sure <laughs> like like but, yeah. but whatever i'm going home to my family tonight yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely like i told you the other day that nigga could have asked for my lunch out of the fridge in the break room i would have gave it to him <laughs> It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> did you ever have anyone steal your lunch money? When you, when you did anyone ever take uh, um? Did anyone ever take a milk carton off your tray? Give me that, nigga. No, <laughs> no. And you know what's funny? Remember, remember BDs when people used to say BDs? Or oh, maybe you weren't around for that, but it was like breakdown. I believe that's what it stood for. Back when I I was in school, there was a couple niggas in particular, and I'll tell you off here who they were. Uh, actually, one of them, his quote is. I ain't never had shit. So he's right. So that's, that's his quote. So he's one of them. But they're going around and be like BDs. And what it meant was, nigga, give me that. <laughs> and they used to roll up with people in, on, in the cafeteria and be like, yo, BDs, give me that. That's never happened to me before. <laughs> um, and you know what's funny about that? I'm going to I'm gonna break away from... from uh, What you were about to say. What yeah. I was about to say. I think it's very, I think that's, it's so funny. Cause like you watch a lot of like shows and shit and like these high school shows, you see niggas like getting stuffed in their lockers, yes. thrown into trash cans, <laughs> shit like that. You know, niggas giving swirlies and shit like swirlies. The one, yo, yo, pick, because here's the thing about swirlies, bro. How many people really got hit with that? I don't know. That's the thing, but I feel like someone did because it was a thing. So someone, oh yeah, did. someone kicked it off. But bro, who was the first dude to get picked up by two or three other young boys, turned upside down, put, put got their head put in the to toilet, and then flushed? Like, are you serious? That's insane. It is insane. That, that's so much work. It that's, is. That's a lot, bro. It is. And and you're demoralized after that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I'm walking around school and, like, dudes are picking me up and putting my head in the toilet. Are you serious, dude? That's crazy. That's insane. I just... So, the reason... What I, what I put all that... I put all that into a certain category called bullying. Yes. I didn't get bullied in school. That, that wasn't well, a thing for well, me. Well, you didn't get that sort of bullying. Like, <laughs> you wasn't getting no old you know, Disney story sort of bullying. But I but didn't, I mean, I didn't get picked on. Oh, like, okay. That's not a, like, that wasn't a thing for me. Okay. Like, I just think I had, 
enough of people's respect and enough self-respect for myself right where it was just kind of a understanding like oh yeah he's cool man. We, oh, okay. we're not worried about him. all right all right all right all right. you, I mean, what do you do? You, do you disagree? No, no like, I, I mean, know. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. Then that's the case. Did anything I, like that happen to you? Like you had people steal I, your lunch and shit? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm now, I'm curious. Like niggas were stealing your lunch? No, no, <laughs> nah. Niggas, you was getting stuck up, nigga. Like niggas were sticking you up. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Nobody was stealing. You my gonna lunch. eat your cornbread? No one was stealing my lunch. But I think every now and again, like I was, like I got fried. Like I think I just got. I mean, like, everybody got fried. Matter of fact, there was one time I got fried, and you were the actually. I'm so glad you brought this up. Mikhail came on here before, and she shouted out a certain uh, a local brand. <laughs> All right, and the creator of that brand roasted me one time. <laughs> And we were at a lunch table, and you were there, and you started crying, laughing along with everybody else when this motherfucker was looking. He was like, yeah, look at this motherfucker. Look at this ugly motherfucker right here. Like, oh, this motherfucker look like the Thriller, don't it? And everybody started crying, laughing, and you and you were laughing right along with him. This nigga said, I look like one of the zombies from Thriller, okay? You, I don't know what you're talking about right that, now. Exactly what I said. Exactly I just, what I said. I mean, I just don't remember it. Well, the whole point is, every now and again, you just get roasted by like some some older, you know, some upperclassmen or something like that, but... Nah, it was it was never anything crazy. Nobody ever put their hands on me. Yeah. And yeah, none of that other crazy shit. Yeah, no, no. Nobody was pouring milk over my head. None of that happened. The, I think the closest thing that I can remember to anyone ever just like just no woe will say having their way with you in a sense. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Is remember the one time I told you uh our our used to be local uh superhero athlete was at that party one time and he had lost his phone and he just went around the party just patting niggas pockets because I guess he just felt like he could do that. <laughs> well, he did it. Yeah, he did. That's it. the whole thing. Yeah. That's the closest thing to that's, where I yeah. feel like I ever had my... I mean, yeah, that's, that's I mean, that's kind of, that's that's pushing it. Yeah. That's a lot. That's the only time I can remember something like that. You looking happened. around the party and telling everybody, hey, everybody, stop. Everybody stop right now. Stop walking. Stop, stop. I'm going around and I'm patting everybody's pockets until I find his phone. Hey, well, he didn't even make the announcement. Oh, he just started doing it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nobody yeah, yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. the music for this nigga. Oh. Like, he just went around the party, just started. Yo, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so audacious. It is. Wow. But but we, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, like, no, you're right. Who, He's who, an audacious. Who's going to do something about it? <laughs> who's going to do something about it? <laughs> See, <laughs> whoa, nigga, get off me! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, yep, until yep, and then you start getting because you know it was just him and a, him and a bunch of his niggas at the parties. Yep, exactly. So yeah, that's very true. You get your pockets tapped, and you say somebody, you get beat up on by seven people. Yep, <laughs> by seven, seven athletes, seven niggas that play football. With seven of the strongest and most athletic people you've ever seen in your and life. Then, and then and then you got to see them niggas at school the next day. <laughs> Why they let point and laugh at you? Yeah, see, that's probably how a lot of bullying starts. Like you let niggas slide, like one, like you, you, you kind of identify, you, you identify how the victim. Yeah, you identify like, oh, is this nigga gonna do something or not? Oh, he ain't back. From then on, yep, you getting bullied every day. Like bullies have, they're like, they're very special and unique victims. Like, oh, that's mine. When he come around here, I'm going after him. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those swirlies, bro. Like, are you kidding me? A lot of those niggas peak in high school. Yes, that's very, very true. 
That's we, we've, spoken, we, we've seen we, this time and time again. Yep. We've spoken about people peaking in Damn, high school a ton homie. of times on here. In high school, you he was, was the, the man, man, homie. What the fuck happened to you? Yeah, he killed that line. Yeah, he that did. was that was like so, uh, yeah, like why didn't they, like that? I feel like that line should have come up before that line came up. <laughs> like yeah, bro, we've seen too much of that story. Yeah. Anywho, all right, go on back, go on back. So to- so yeah, I had another incident not too long ago where three people pulled up oh, inquiring about God. um renting at my property. So I'm like, you know, that's normal. That's what we do. That's my job. Sure. Got them got them a nice spot. And so we have a public bathroom. Um, <laughs> and so I'm out on the property, you know, just, you know, just tallying shit, doing what I got to do, whatever, whatever. I come back over to where my office is. And so it, I'm sorry. First of all, it was a mom and two sons. And for detail... <laughs> Which I, when I first told you this, I left this small detail out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you either you either have to tell the story without this detail and then do it. In, matter of fact, do it that way. Do it that way? Yep, yep. Because okay. so then I can tell the people why that is not a small detail. <laughs> go, go ahead. All right. I'll leave that out. So the mom comes up to us and she was like, yeah, my son's in the bathroom and he, he, he didn't come out yet. He's been in there for a while. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, she banging on the door, like banging, banging. Yeah, yeah. Like, like she's making a scene. Yeah, making a right, scene. Right, right. And for story purposes, we're going to call him Jamal. Jamal, what are you doing? Get, what, get out of here, Jamal. Mm. And so I'm just like, you know, I go over there. You know, I'm knocking. I'm like, yo, Jamal. Is it, <laughs> hey, hey, Jamal. Is, is she, is she, you just doing it? You just doing the same thing she's doing. Yeah, I mean, the, somehow that's supposed to make it. Is that really just to console her? Because clearly you do. You taking the same route she's doing. Like yeah, I mean, I, it's. It, I'm just trying to see for myself. Something. I'm like, did you see him going there? She's like, yes. And I think she said that he had been in there like almost ten minutes. And was and was the other son also just waiting next to you guys? Yes, he okay. was out there smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> real quick, I don't. I don't think I told you. This is not pertinent to the story, but it's funny. So the other son. He was smoking a cigarette before they rented uh, with us. So he, before he comes in, I open the door and he has a cigarette. He kind of, you know what I'm saying? Blows it into a different direction, but he wasn't done with it yet. And he like sat it in his ear. I don't know. I've always had a thing about niggas that just like hold half a cigarette in their ear. It's just so weird. What do you mean you have a thing about it? it It's just weird to me. Like, Like sagging your pants? Like does it well like what what what's the vibe? Like what do you think you're getting from that? Like what vibe does it what does it tell you about that person? It tells you reading. Me, it tells me that this person might be a little discombobulated. I'll tell you what, the the back of that ear smell like ass. <laughs> I can promise you that. Just having a lit cigarette behind your ear yeah. is that's another thing. Is lit, my nigga? <laughs> like the well, cigarette is lit behind no, your ear. I don't think it was lit, but he had just like put <laughs> oh, it out. Oh, I was about to say that's wild. Yeah, no, because he came he came into the office, so he put he put the cigarette out and then just kind of held it in his ear. Oh, and it's just like eh, you know, like niggas hold like a pencil there or a pen or something, but like it's just niggas put a cigarette. I just want to be able to get to it quickly. It's like a holster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't smoke cigarettes, so I I don't know. You don't I get mean, the culture. Yeah, maybe I don't get the culture. <laughs> but um, so we you know we banging on the door like Jamal, get out here, Jamal, Jamal, what you doing? And so she's like, she was like, can you open the door? And I was like, no, it's a it's a bathroom, it's locked from the inside. Like somebody goes in there, they lock it because they it's supposed to be private. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be a private setting, right? 
And she was like, well, what are we going to do? We got to get the door open. And I'm just like, uh, I was like, hold on. I go back inside. I'm talking to uh, one of the other people that works uh, for me. And I'm like, yo, like, what should we do? Like, she was like, she was like, you're probably just in there doing drugs. Like, just very casual. And, very. and how long is <laughs> and how long has this person been working at this establishment? Um, almost a year now. <laughs> yeah, okay, that makes a lot more sense because yeah. you've been there for probably about a promotionary uh, period now. Yeah, probably about uh, going probably about almost two months now. Right? Yeah, and you had more than enough stories clearly, yeah. and so th- by a year's time, this person's like, yeah, yeah, they're doing some. <laughs> I, so, just they've seen it all. Yeah, just for any little bit of clarification to help you guys out, I work in D.C., Washington D.C. <laughs> um, it's a you know, it's a city. It you know, there's a lot it's of a, it's a big city. It's a big it's, city. Yeah. A lot of weird shit happens. Yes, you know. Um, <laughs> so she was like, "Yeah, he probably in there just doing drugs, it just very casually." And I'm like, "Okay, well, she wants him to get out of there, and he won't get out." So I don't know if he's in there overdosing. He his heart could be about to stop at any moment for all we know. Mm-hmm. So she was like, um, she was like, I mean, we could call the call the fire department. They can come open the door. And I'm just like, I go out there. I was like, do you want us to call the fire department? She's like, yes, call somebody. Like, do do something, do something. And I'm just like, okay, like, all right. So she calls nine one one, and you know the fire department's on their way. At this point. I mean, there's really nothing that I can do but wait on them. So I went to go attend with a attend to something that another customer um, with us, you know, had an issue with. Yeah. I come back. Her and the two sons walk about to walk um, over to the elevator, and I'm just looking at her. I'm like, she she comes up to me. She was like, "Oh, he came out," and I'm just mm-hmm. like, "Okay, like, is everything okay?" <laughs> right. And she's like, yeah, you, we did, you did just have me call the authorities. Right. Yes. Like, this was just an emergency, right? Wasn't this just an emergency like five minutes ago? And she, you know, she just walks into the elevator, go do what she got to do. And this is the moment when I asked you, wait a second, how old was this, were the sons to which you said, oh, probably about 35. Yeah. And when you said that, that's when, and probably to some people listening now, that's when the story took shape. Because when your when your coworker said, "Oh, he's probably in there doing drugs," that didn't make any sense to me when you told when you were talking to me about this. I was like, "Why would you say something like that?" Yeah. Like, not only is it just very callous and nonchalant, like you already pointed out, but that doesn't even make any sense. Like, why would like that was a bad joke? Like, why would you say that about a child locked in the bathroom? It wasn't a child locked in the bathroom. It's a grown ass man. So the fact that this woman was screaming the way she was, that changed the whole thing now. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, okay, she's not thinking, I have a small child that's locked in here and he's not saying anything. Right. There's something wrong. Right. Like, we need to get my child out of here. It's, oh no, I got a whole grown ass man in this bathroom right now. And he's probably doing some shit he's not supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm sure that's where her thoughts were at. Because there was no reason for her to act like that. Yeah, because she knows him. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also why. And then, because then you were still upset thinking, how are they just going to leave and not acknowledge the fact that this was just an emergency that they had me go call the authorities for? Right. And I'm thinking, well, because what happened afterwards? I mean, you found. So, yeah, I went into the bathroom because I needed to investigate. (laughs) <laughs> like yes. what the fuck like, yeah yeah for sure yeah you course. know what i'm saying like i'm i'm, I'm halfway pissed off like <laughs> you making all this fucking scene 
you know what I'm saying? Just for y'all to casually walk out the bathroom like nothing happened. Like yeah. we didn't just call 911. Yeah. I go in there. I see it's like half a little baggy. You know what I'm saying? You could, like, you know, something that somebody would put some drugs in. Mm. Um, like, he tried to flush it, but it, I guess the ba- it didn't flush all of the remnants of the bag. It was enough that you could see that it was like a, just a small little pink Ziploc baggie. And I'm just like, I don't know what this nigga was doing, but he was doing drugs. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> he was doing drugs. And it was like it was just um, so mind blowing, like all that for y'all to just walk that, out that, of there. That you went to a place to help your mom, and uh-huh. you and your brother went yeah. to a place to help your mom. Yeah, and then you had to take like you needed it so badly, you had right. to take a break to go hit the bathroom, right? And get knowing you had to know like in your sober state of mind that it was going to get to a point where they were going to be like, "Yo, where's old boy at?" Right, and they were going to find you high as shit somewhere. Yeah. Like you knew that was coming. Yeah, and them drugs. We've talked about this before. I mean, well, probably a whole lot when we were uh, reviewing Mayor of Easttown. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, the drug addicts on no there. No shame. No shame. Don't got time to have shame. Yeah. I don't got time for that. Like, nigga, I'm trying to get high, bro. Like, <laughs> that is the whole thing. Like, I'm trying to get high. I don't care how you catch me. Yeah. I don't care what I look like. Like, yeah. And so I saw them again. They came back, like, the next week. And oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you about this because uh, I knew I wanted to talk about this today. That's hilarious. So they came back. All like, three of them. Yeah, all three of them. <laughs> Every time they've been there a couple of times since, but only one other time was I just something that just stood out to me. Right. Um. But they came back, and so they they parked. You know, in the parking spot, the um the one that blew the cigarette and had it in his ear. He went into the bathroom. He was in there, you know, I don't know, four or five minutes, whatever. The other one, the one that was locked in the bathroom last time, he goes up to the bathroom like, yo, man, hurry up. I got to go. Hurry up. Uh, Harry, you've been in there too long. I got to go. I got to go. Hurry up. Just pounding on the door. Man. And I'm just looking at him like, what is up with y'all niggas in this bathroom? <laughs> what is up with y'all? Like, what is going on? Yeah, like, how do you come back and make the same scene? Right. After you just came here a week ago and we called. Except it was a different brother this time. Yeah. Oh, it was a, di- a completely different no, brother. No, well, the first time. Yeah, it was Yeah, it, it was yeah, just yeah, vice versa. Like, yeah, the brothers had swapped, yeah, roles. Pretty much. Yeah, Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. And I'm just, he just banging on the door. Banging on the door. And he had, like, a little bag with him, like a little grocery bag. I didn't know what was in it. Didn't look. Didn't care. Oh. But. I kind of I kind of stood around in the, in the vicinity just in case I had to call nine one one again. <laughs> um, luckily, I didn't have to do that this time. But homeboy, the one that was banging on the door, eventually his brother came out, uh, looking real sad in the face. I don't know what what he looked like. He was just emotionally distressed. Um, so I, the second brother went into the bathroom and he came out completely different outfit on, and I'm just like. This nigga went in there and like changed. Like, what do you, why do you come up here to change clothes? Why did, why was it my bathroom at my job that you had to switch outfits in? Man, you just see a lot of funny stuff going on up there. Just yeah. like you said that the woman that was sitting there, like, and had some domestic dispute with her man and the dude left her, like, left her in, oh. a, in a car, in a vehicle. No, no, no. Oh. Oh, he he just walked away? Oh, yeah. Let's let's get into that one. (laughs) So I get to work. This is mad early, too. I mean, it's like 9 a.m. I pull up. I see them in the parking lot. You know, everything looked cordial at that point. I go into the office and like 
five, 10 minutes later, you just hear somebody yelling at somebody. So I go out there and I'm like, yo, like, hey, y'all good? You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's like, yeah, my bad, man. We good. We good. You know, we we good. And I was like, all right, all right. Go back in. They just continue yelling. He's yelling at her. Right. So through the window in my in my office door, I can see him drive away. Mm-hmm. He drives like a white, old white Lincoln. Okay, so yeah. So he did drive he away. He drove away. Right. So I go outside. Homegirl is just standing over there with a couple of bags and a mountain bike missing the front wheel. Oh, the fact that it was a mountain bike is even funny. I didn't know what type of bike it was. Yeah, okay. over, just standing over there, up against the wall, looking very upset. With no front tire. With Chilling with a couple of ba- trash bags full of something and a, a mountain bike that was missing the front tire. And so I go over to her. I'm like, yo, like, are you okay? And she's just kind of like. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, is he coming back for you? And she was like. <laughs> And I'm a like, shrug of the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> For anyone that's listening, yeah, yeah, I shrugged yeah. my shoulders. <laughs> but um, so and I'm just like, all right. Um, I was, you know, I was like, is is, you know, is someone gonna come get you? And she's just like, I think so. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. So I go back inside and I try to go. Um, one of the girls that was working that day, I was like, yo go out there and talk to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, see if you can get any information out of her. She might be more willing to speak to you. Right. I know I'm a big, scary black man. <laughs> so just go out there and, you know, see what you can do. Right, right, right. So she goes out there and apparently it was just some sort of dispute um, over one of their fucking like dogs or some shit. I, I don't know. And it <laughs> it was it because they, they usually have like two like pit bulls in the car. Okay. Because um, I've seen them pull up a couple of times before. And so she was like, yeah, she said somebody's going to be on the way to pick her up. Um, you know, so, you know, she and then she's just kind of like, oh, my God, like, that's so sad. Like, I just felt for her, you know, and I was just like, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on with them. And so about maybe 20 minutes goes by. I go outside and, you know, I'm just kind of like sweeping up outside in the parking lot area. And out of nowhere, she starts rolling out of the parking lot on that same bike, nigga. I don't know, but she pulled a front tire from somewhere. That is hilarious. And it looked like a front tire that ought to go on that mountain bike. Yes. My thing is, bro, you've put tires on bikes before. Yes. You know what it takes. So at some point in time, what you didn't see was her one go purchase or steal a tire (laughs) from somewhere, come back to her, her bike like rack, Right. Her fucking, what is the centerpiece called? The main, the frame. The frame. Flip it upside down on its seat. Put the tire in there the way it was supposed to. Put the little nuts and bolts on. Have some little wrench or something. Like she went and did all of this stuff because this dude drove away in a van. Yes. And so now she's she's got a bike flipped upside down, putting a tire on and rolling away with, still with bags. I'm. I was so confused. I didn't know where the tire came from. Because it wasn't there at first. Bro, leaving somebody like that to go fend for themselves and find a tire and then ride to wherever you're going to drive to, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Um. And so I got another one. Could you leave someone somewhere? Like, no, because I'm not a piece of shit. <laughs> we, dog, we talked about, like, I, I guarantee you what? He's not a solid nigga. <laughs> he's not. He can be a solid right. nigga. Right. Like, he's probably... But, but that was my whole point earlier. Like, he... 
and and probably her, well, no, and her are probably not anywhere just having an overwhelming sense of gratitude for their life. Right. Right. In their relationships with people in weeping about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how. And you know what else came to mind, by the way, this quick segue back to what I was talking about. And then we're going to come back. What else came to my mind is if I can feel this way about gratitude for what I have. How can people feel on the opposite side of the spectrum? For, for lack thereof. Yeah. Now, and then when I thought of that, I was. It's not even, the, the, not the, even a place you want to go. <laughs> no, I, well, I wept more for those people. Oh. Not only that, because I, I feel as though I know some of those people. Right. And just for the ones that I don't know still. Right. Like that you can feel the complete opposite of what I felt. Yeah. And that, that didn't go over very well. I thought, wow, that is, that is destructive. Like that would very much destroy me if I was feeling that just who I am to my core, just my natural self is the repellent mm-hmm. of of love and care and support. That's crazy. Very. That's Absolutely. that's a crazy thought. So, so, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there to, again, to refine that and help sculpt that image. Absolutely. Put that in a little bit more clearer of a perspective because <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so another one I got for you. Jeez, Louis. Yeah, you do have them. So let it fly. I'm at work this couple of weeks ago. Oh no. And that same, that very same bathroom that I was speaking about, I had this tenant come into the office. Uh, just, you know, she had a couple of issues that she needed to get worked out. Uh, we worked those issues out. Even ended up having to give her a little credit on her, on the rent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, you know, not a big deal. Um, not a big deal at all. So I go outside um, because there was something else that I needed to say to her. But I noticed that she had walked into the bathroom. So I wanted to just catch her before I left. Or, well, I mean, before she left. And so she walks out of that bathroom with a rack of ribs. <laughs> a rack of ribs in hand. And, and, and when I say that, when I say that. Yo. When I say that, I'm not talking about in the plastic. Right. I'm I'm not talking about in the plastic or any type of storage device. Fully, fully cooked and dressed ribs. No, nigga, raw. Oh, these ribs were raw. (laughs) She walked out of the bathroom with a raw rack of ribs (laughs) in her hand. And so, and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the ribs. I'm looking at her. I'm, I love people, man. I'm gonna be honest. I really, really do. I love stories like this. Like, it's the mystique about all these things. The guy changing his clothes in there. The going in there. The rack of ribs. The two brothers swapping, being assholes with the bathroom. It's like, what is going on with you guys? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Mm-hmm. She walks out. With the rack of ribs, I'm looking at the ribs. I look at her. I look at the ribs. I look at her. And she just looking at me smiling. Oh. oh. And nah, I'm, that's weird. Nah, that's weird. And 
I didn't even say anything about the ribs. I just proceeded to tell her what I needed to tell because I don't want to know about the ribs. I don't want to know. No, that's even weirder because now you talking to her about business and she's just looking at you with a full rack of ribs in her hand and y'all are not addressing the fact that there's a full rack of ribs in her hand. I mean, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? What you, I mean, what do you want me to say? Bro, I would 1,000% address the fact that she has a rack of ribs. Not that, like... She's in trouble or anything. Like, it don't matter to me. Like, I'm just going to be like, hey, like, what's, what's up with this? I have to know. Like, so, what, so what, what's up? Like, what are we doing with the rack of ribs? Like, what are you, you going to do with it? I would, would you would you have, like, made it a funny thing? Like, oh, yeah. you, did you save some for me? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I'm going to. Hey, I got some barbecue sauce in the break room fridge. You need it? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I would do something or ask her how she likes to prepare her. Like, I'm going to do. I'm, I'm definitely going to make a conversation out of it for sure. <laughs> But I need to know why she has a rack of ribs and why it's been in her hand coming out of my public bathroom. So she opens her back door and puts the rack of ribs in what looks like a crock pot. <laughs> and I'm just immediately thinking, like, was you in there rinsing the ribs off? She was rinsing the ribs off. He was rinsing them off in this sink that niggas do drugs in. Like this, this, <laughs> this same bathroom. Yeah, that's something to think about. Like people do drugs in here. They and, and they, they have COVID in here. They have COVID in here. <laughs> Niggas probably having sex in here. Like she's I don't like, know. oh, once I put it in a crock pot, that's gonna cook all that off. Pro- yeah. That's gonna cook that right out. Oh, well, I, I don't that's know. Gonna, what ty- that's I don't gonna know cook the sex, drugs, and COVID right out. I don't ribs. know what type of broth you using, but it's gonna be in that broth. <laughs> <laughs> it might be in that broth. That is interesting. Yeah, bro. We but the thing is. We don't know how people live. We don't. You know, Syl was in here last week talking about how how she has seen younger people just willingly buy trailers and stuff like that because they just want like different scenery. They want to be able to do different things, travel with it. Like they just get away from, I don't know, normal societal stuff, whatever. So uh, we just don't really know because to come have to wash ribs in your bathroom, but then you have a crock pot and you you put the ribs in the crock pot in your back seat. And then where are you going now? Right. When you get in the car, where are you taking that crock pot and those rack of ribs? Because you're not taking them to a home. And do, do you have seasoning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're going somewhere that doesn't have a sink. You're going somewhere that doesn't have like I'm a assuming. clean, like running water. I'm assuming. Right. I yeah, it's very, very interesting. And, There's a lot of questions that and need just, to be answered. Just to loop all these things together that I'm telling you guys. So I work, like I said, I work in DC. Um, I actually I deal a lot with like homeless people. Homeless people do rent with us quite a bit. Very first thing I thought about. One of the very first things I think about when people tell me about a job that they have is hmm, wonder what type of bullshit they have to go through. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's just a different lane of customer service i wonder how customer service stories manifest itself in that place mm-hmm. like i want to know what that what that's like what that particular bland brand or flavoring is mm-hmm. and so when you told me about yours i very first thing i thought of especially going into the colder times of the year homeless he's going to have to deal with the homeless the growing homeless population in DC. And the thing that kind of just wraps a lot of this up is all these people, they're in survival mode, survival mode. Like they are doing what it is they have to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even the drugs. It, yeah. They have to do it. Yeah. That they is, don't need it to survive. But that's just the kind of people that they are. That's the that that's the sort of predicament that they're in. Okay, yeah, that's right? the sort of predicament. Be, that they're in. Yeah, because I mean, I could see myself getting into survival. Like, I mean, survival mode is something we all have. We mm. all have instincts. Yeah, Preser- self preserve. Yeah, live. Yep. find a way through. So yeah, yeah. And to be quite honest with you, despite all these things, this job is still better than my last one. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to just be well. Your last balls just disrespected you. Definitely. Now you put in your two weeks before that disrespect came. Right. Um. Yeah. So I said I don't even know what I'm gonna say about that. But is it is it still better? Really? Hold on a second. Why exactly? Because I would have thought so if that if that guy had just been disrespecting you and that's well, why you stopped. I didn't know. I didn't leave because he disrespected me. I left just because I didn't really like the job that much. It was a lot of, I'm used to being the boss. Uh, That's what it was. Okay. I'm I'm used to being in charge. Okay. Because before I, and I believe on the podcast, you just said it lacked leadership. You felt like you were just lacking leadership from the leaders. Yeah, definitely. People just sitting in an office, not doing anything. No, it was definitely that. It was definitely that. Um, But I'm used to being a boss. It was a lot of, micromanagement mm. a lot of people just on my ass can't go, every single day can't go backwards every single yeah it's i mean it's like like that you know like i have a king size bed i could never go back to a queen. Oh, oh i could never go damn. back to a queen that's crazy disrespecting me that's what i got but, but no I'm good. because no. i've never had a king you so never, i wouldn't yeah, exactly yeah exactly. you're not gonna go back to that fucking twin you were sleeping Boy, on in your parents basement that twin bed was crazy i used to go home some days and just go down into my basement and just look at it and i i wouldn't i wouldn't even go lay on it i would go lay upstairs on the couch <laughs> because it that i had that bed since i was a child this nigga this nigga's like six three <laughs> <laughs> on a twin bed on a- <laughs> had the ladies on the twin you must Some, have been the nigga. Somehow I you had must the have been ladies the on the twin. You was the nigga. Crazy. Yeah. Look, solid. <laughs> That's what solid niggas, solid niggas can fuck bitches on a twin bed. All right. <laughs> he was giving off solid nigga energy to them. <laughs> on, a, on a twin bed, bro, the springs were like kind of jutting out the top of it. Oh, God. Hitting you in your back. Yeah, I was getting back problems laying on it. It was getting bad. It was getting really bad. Like, it was a terrible mattress. I, again, I had it, I think, since I was five years old. And I didn't get another bed yeah, since I'm sorry. since I moved I'm out sorry. since I was like 21 or I'm something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You talk we talk about the village. I, I need to know why your parents did not buy you a new bed. I need to I Bro, wanna know that. They deny this, but there were a couple times I went up to my parents' room. I was like, Dad, you don't understand. I almost with tears in my eyes, like, Dad, you don't understand. I can't keep sleeping on this bed. It's not just I just want something better. I'm being materialistic. Bro, it hurts. I have like this is hurting my it's a noticeable difference in the way my back feels <laughs> like I don't want to sleep on this bed anymore. It took a whole lot of that to and, get another bed purchased. And to see, the thing is, is like I know that your parents aren't the type of like, oh, you got a roof over your head. You got food in your mouth. What you need? Yeah, no, nah, they're not that. Oh, you talking about a bed? A lot of kids don't got a bed. <laughs> what you think about that, Earl? <laughs> that was more so on my grandma. So she would always say stuff like that. <laughs> Man. She would always put it on Africa too. There are children in Africa that don't. It's like, 
I don't think you have to go to Africa. Like, you don't always have to put it on Africa. Like, there are plenty of kids. There's children starving in the United States. Down the street. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, you don't have to take it to Africa every time, Grandma. But, like, I got it. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that, that bed was absolutely insane. Yeah. But to get back to why I like this job more, it's just, it just allows a little more freedom. And, and like, there's a lot of decisions I just, I really just get to make on my own. Um, I like the, sorry if I'm using this word incorrectly, the autonomy. Am I? Yeah. Am I, okay. Yeah. I like the autonomy that they provide for me. Uh, it's just, I just, I, that and the hours, you know what I'm saying? I think I spoke in the beginning mm-hmm. about the hours here. Like I don't, I'm not getting off late anymore. I get off at a decent time. I, I can go home and be with my family for a couple of hours before I got to go to sleep and do it all over again. And you actually enjoy these stories yeah oh no <laughs> please don't get it twisted these are some crazy stories but they are completely laughable you just feel like they just keep it like spicy oh, in there yeah, like yeah. like never know what's gonna happen yeah like i i don't want any of them to affect me or the people i work with yeah like, like don't it, come it beat anybody up yeah even though you said you had to do come threaten to beat everybody up that was a woman oh that, <laughs> that was a woman she told us she well she told me specifically that oh. I didn't know her, but I was going to find out. Right. Yeah. No, nah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And we eventually. And 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 I told you, even though that was laughable, right? We laughed about it. Because yeah. I remember I think I was on the way in the gym and I was crying laughing before I went to the gym. <laughs> but I would also say, listen, man, don't sleep on these people neither. I'm not. No, nigga. I. You know what I mean? I'm like on, I'm a be on guard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It don't, it don't mean just be in your bed at night, like curled up in a ball, thinking about what may happen at work the next day. But you know, just be on your p's and q's. See, the thing about these people is that a lot of them are just upset because they don't have a place to put their things, and they're mad at us because they have to pay us rent to put their things it, here with us. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're upset because they have to pay for your old services. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're upset that they even have to deal with me. They're upset that they're in this situation. Uh... Like, nigga, my first week, the first week I was there, I got confronted by one this uh, homeless woman, you know, came up to me. Now, I don't, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but she was talking about some person that be up in the hallway, you know what I'm saying? Always bothering her. You know, I've never seen the dude. I've never seen him. Okay. Always bothering her. And then she just kind of just started breaking down into tears. Like, 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 I'm already homeless. Like, I shouldn't have to deal with this. Damn. Like, she was like, hey, you know, I just like. Like, I'm already homeless. Like, I, I need my peace of mind. And, like, she was dead ass. Like, she was. You fucking right. Like, like you know the look of someone that's just tired. Ti- just worn. Tired. Like, bro. Like, and not physically. You, right. Not physically. Right, right, right. Tired. Yeah. You know yes, what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Like, just. Bro, like, I can't deal with too much more. It's yeah. like, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm worn out. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Just tired. So tired. And, you know, I told her, I was like, look, I was like, and then, you know, she started telling me about, you know, I know I'm not supposed to be staying here, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, I just, like, I just need a place to stay. I was like, hey. <laughs> yeah, don't say, hey, don't, yeah, hold on. Yeah, don't, hey, don't, don't, don't vocalize that. I'm yeah, not allowed to hear that. Do not criminalize yourself right now. Right. Because when right. If the time comes. And I see you doing that. I'm gonna have to do something about it. Right. Exactly. Like, don't let me catch you right. doing that shit. Yeah. 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 Not, not. Yeah. Not only that, but don't. don't we never even talk none of, about this. Yeah. I don't know nothing about this, so don't let nobody else come around like a superior and be like, "Yo, you got to get out of here." Oh, 
Oh, well, I've told him weeks ago that I stay here and he he allowed me to. I'm not allowing shit. <laughs> I'm just telling you, don't let me catch you in that. Because for all I know, she was lying. For all I know, she made that shit up. Bro, you said that you saw a woman with three children. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, you just, you just, we just rolling. So, yes, I saw a woman there with three kids. And the thing is, is she rents, you know, she rents with us. Right. And it's just like, she's always there in the morning when we first get there. And for whatever mm. reason, she'd be there. I haven't seen her in a while. Right. But when she first started renting and she would just be there in the evening, like one time, because there's a Walmart right down the street from us. One time. I seen the kids like walking up the street, came inside the um, came inside the building right. to like you know I guess go up to the unit. Mom's nowhere in sight, just three of the kids, mm. three kids, and they over there just niggas just sharing a loaf of like bread. Get the f- bro, that is literally the scene out of Aladdin when Aladdin stole that thing of bread. Just and one, had of the, to, one of those long and had to give it to the children that you would usually just break a piece off, you know, maybe dip it in some uh, some sauce. See, or- bro, see, 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 di- <clears throat> sharing three children sharing a loaf just of bread and all, just had a loaf just a, in a, a bag, just a big long piece of bread. Um, see, bro, and they were just see. breaking it all, just sharing it with each other. See, and man, I was just see, like, that's what man. I'm talking about. See, that's why. I, oh yeah, again, that's why I just I had this overwhelming emotional fucking <laughs> breakdown yesterday. I, I just of, of gratitude. I, bro, it all of these thoughts kind of hit me. All these these blessings. I think I talked to you about counting your blessings. It, it just it just dawned on me all at once, mm-hmm. just all at once, mm-hmm. everything that I have and all of its different facets. And mm-hmm. even when I'm at work and I look out at these at this beautiful, beautiful landscape every day and these days, especially during the summer, when you see little kids run around with their dogs and they're doing all this beautiful stuff, I'm thinking, wow. Because I remember my childhood, mm-hmm. right? And again, when, once you have the time to look back, you realize how that played a part in who you are today. Mm-hmm. And me just looking at these children thinking, man, they're having a great time. This is an awesome memory. This is an awesome upbringing. You know, you were running around here, 400 acres of land, just doing all the coolest shit in the world. Like, this is really dope. And then now you're telling me about these three kids sharing a loaf of bread sharing that they had to walk down to the store and get themselves. And you know that loaf of bread was probably like two bucks. Right. So, you know, they just that's, in there. Because they, they're just probably getting, giving a few dollars to get through the day when mom's not around. Right. And so, like, so they, you know, they're upstairs and it's just like, they're just kind of just, I, I go up there, you know, and they just like running through the hallways and shit. And I'm like, this, like, it's just a little playground for them. Like, this is just where they be. You know what I'm saying? And I was, and I was also thinking about the mom. And I'm just like, man, like, what kind of conversation is that? Because they know, like, they're old enough to know that this is not a house. How old would you say? I mean, one of them was fairly young, maybe no older than five. But the, there was two of them that were at least, like, nine to, a, nine to 12 years old. Um, 
the yeah the the one that's five doesn't know yeah, any better. Like yeah. they're just like this is what we doing. Yeah, this is where we are. This is what we doing. Yeah, uh, the twelve year old for sure. Like yeah, once you get nine, twelve years old, stuff like that, you're definitely looking around. Like this is I don't think this is what this it's isn't supposed ideal. to be. Um, I, I think the conversation is probably something like listen, this is this is what we have to do. This is this is where we have to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to need you guys to to be strong and look after each other when I'm not here. It's, yeah. pro- it's probably something very simple like that. I need you guys to look after each other while I'm not here. Yeah. I'm going to try to come back with some stuff and make sure we're taken care of every night. Yeah. It's probably something as, as basic as that. Yeah. And it's just like. Because how complex are you really going to like how deep into that conversation are you really going to get with your nine, 12 year yeah. old? Yeah. And like, when I was up there and I seen that, I had to tell them like, yo, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I had to tell him. I was like, "Yo, hey, chill out. Like, y'all can't be running up in here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause you know it's a liability. One of these little niggas get hurt, then <laughs> then what? Right. You know. So, man, you know, it's just gratefulness is a great topic today, huh? Bro, gra- yeah, <laughs> it, it truly, it truly, truly is. Yeah. Yeah. All of these stories should have people just thinking about maybe what they maybe what they got. Yeah. You know what they got and what position they're in because we all just trying to you know. I was going to say we're all trying to survive, but that's not necessarily true. I mean, we're out here having a whole lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely trying to make things work for ourselves. Mm -hmm. But as far as basic animal instinct survival mode that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that's not really something that we're, you know, having to think like what I I, got to make today work. Yep. So that tomorrow is here for my children and I like I like every day trying to get up and get after it. Yep. It's, yeah, it's different. Like yeah. where, like where does the food come from? You know, we got to make sure that we're not necessarily being too overt about where we're staying because this this leasing manager, this this property manager, at any point in time could come over and be like, "Yo, we got like there's a there's a lot that you're thinking about." Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that's that's crazy. I, and then so I'm gonna tell another story that man, you this know is of. crazy. Um, so this didn't happen at my facility. Which oh, you know. okay. But this happened at a sister's facility. Yes. Um, so one of my other uh, property manager uh, friends, or, Fe- yeah. you know, I don't know, peers, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she had called me and was like, hey, you know, what's the number to that power wash guy that you had come out to your uh, to your spot and power wash the garage? So I'm like, oh, you know, I gave her the number and everything. I was like, yeah, what's going on? And she was like, Keon, I pulled up to work today. And it was a homeless man right outside the front door to the office, sitting in his own pile of shit and urine. And she was like, obviously, like I had to like document what was happening. So I took a picture and she was like, but as I'm like taking these pictures, I think he, you know, he starts to wake up and yeah. realize that I was there. Yeah. And I was like, so what happened? And she's like, well, you know, I asked him if he was okay. And he proceeded to tell her that he doesn't know what's wrong with him, but he cannot control any of that. He was like, yeah. it just like when I gotta go, I gotta go. Like it's coming out. And unfortunately, it just so happened to be right here in front of your job. Right. Okay. All right. Here's what I have to say about this off the rip. Okay. You lost. And it's not like this is the first time we've ever heard of this happening, like people losing control 
right, of their bowels and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It happens to older people and yeah. stuff like, like we We've heard of this. Yeah. My question is, why is he marinating in it? <laughs> That's my, because... Because I understand if like something happened, like, because listen, if I'm out and I just lose control of my ass, <laughs> it shit just it shit just start coming out. I, I, let me tell you what I'm not gonna do is sit down. <laughs> That's what's not gonna happen. So I was just wondering if he was sort of like that woman you said she was just tired and worn. And not necessarily physically, but just from life, just mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. just drawn, just just drawn away right. from, right? Right, right. Or drained, I should say. I wonder if he had just been like shitting and pissing for so long, like if he was just so exhausted from shitting and pissing everywhere that he just had to sit down like he couldn't handle it. He was just like, it's just gonna be what it's gonna be. It's just gonna, it's gonna come out. Might have to call a virgin vegan, get this nigga some fiber. No, he doesn't need that. He's got the loose booty <laughs> that I was talking about. He probably ate a lot of fiber. He probably had too much fiber in his, in his diet. That's what happened. And then he got a loose booty, like I told so, you. So she had to call. It's funny. like, Well, we just calling a whole bunch of 911. Right, yeah. But she had to call 911 and get this nigga an ambulance. And then she had to power wash his insides off of her building. Yeah. Like, it's just, that, my but, line of work is just a crazy place. It's just, man, like, what situation do you have to find yourself in where you're just sitting in front of of some storage facility like, just shitting on yourself? Dog, I know I be saying this a lot, but a lot of people are just lost. They are lost. And, and, when, and just the way... I'm hearing the word lost through these headphones right now. Like you mean, yeah, like you mean not, a lot by that. Not, sort of like you meant a lot by saying tired. Yeah. Yeah, like they're just yes, lost. Emphasis on words means things. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not talking about they don't know where they're going, like GPS-wise. <laughs> yeah, locationally. Yeah, yeah. They are geographically. They are, it's more so like they are a lost thought in this world. Oh, shit. To people. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have a place where they can go and be comfortable. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, 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 so they're right, just right, right. out here. Yeah. They're just out here. Just scattered about. Yeah. Just, just sort of like, sort of like we say in limbo. Just Damn, I was just about to say that. I just <laughs> took the words out of my fucking mouth. <laughs> in, li- yeah, in limbo. Just, just in limbo. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it. They don't have anywhere to go. Uh, they uh, probably don't have a lot of explanation as to why they do things. You know what I'm saying? They just do what they got to do. That's that's the that's the, ex- that's the, that's the explanation. explanation. Okay, that's the it's what I gotta do. Yeah, like survival mode. It's a crazy place. It's a crazy place. Oh oh shit. <laughs> yeah yeah no that's yeah that's definitely it's weird. a crazy place man. Um, I don't. <laughs> you don't I think, think did you have anything I, yeah, else I think, pressing? From- I think that's the last one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> niggas probably wondering like, yo, what? Does yeah, this like, do <laughs> what does he? Do? Well, well, I mean, I mean, you told him you property manager. Yeah, I'm a property manager. Yeah, you, just yeah. not in the way that you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <gasps> nah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely that's a lot. a lot rolled into just a few weeks of time. Yeah, like and like I feel for these people. And you, yes, that, you know that's another thing because in the same way. 
this is all this this is just a, a grateful podcast. This is all about gratitude. In the same way that I felt like I was taking a long a, a lot on during the quarantine, just being alone, reading a whole lot, listening to a whole lot of stuff. And I'm taking on a lot of jadedness from the internet and things like that that I'm I'm consuming. And I'm not, again, in touch with people the way that I usually am, which right. is great for my mental health, which you, you may have seen this change, right? And then me getting in touch with people again and doing, you know, this podcast with more people, whatever, opening myself up to more people and having much more conversations with people. I feel like now I'm taking on a lot of good energy mm -hmm. from people. Yeah. And I can feel that it's yeah. reflected in the way that I move. Yeah. Do you feel like at all that maybe you can't see it now? Maybe it takes time to be able to look back. But do you feel like this is going to take some sort of toll on you? Seeing these dastardly things happen on such a frequent basis? Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really I don't know that I can explain how, how it's how yeah but i feel like it has to yeah right that, yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying like you it's, know, it's it, got it, to it's if anything it's definitely going to open my eyes a bit more mm -hmm. to just kind of what you know because it's like the destitution the level of destitution right in our backyard it's like okay and this is going to be a wild comparison it's kind of like slavery okay elaborate <laughs> <laughs> so you know how I don't, I hate to watch like slave movies. Yes. And you'll watch these slave movies and you'll see what slaves had to go through. But quite honestly, we all can say that it was probably a lot worse than what they depict in the movies. Or on yeah, television. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we all know that homeless people mm -hmm. exist. We know that they're out here. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? But I am now getting a first hand look like i'm not just driving past driving through an underpass and seeing you know in, in a encampment right you know set up knowing oh yeah homeless people over there right you know i'm not you know you're not over there at a shelter just kind of handing out food and right. you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. i'm getting to see on a weekly basis what a lot of them are going through mm -hmm. mentally emotionally you know what I'm saying? I got people telling me they, they stories. Yeah. Like that woman so, saying, yo, I'm homeless. I shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, why is he bothering me? Yeah. Like she um, was like, I just, she's like, I'm already homeless. Like I need my peace of mind. Right. Like you get like, I need give, I need that. Yeah. If, if, if I'm going to make this lifestyle work and, and have any hopes of coming out of this, yeah. I need this one thing. And then, I need my peace of mind. I need clarity. I can't. I can't have these distractions. I can't have this. Sh these people fucking with me. And then, just like with almost anything else, there's a hierarchy with homelessness. Yes, yeah, just like every. Yep, I know. There's a hierarchy. Crazy with homelessness because she was telling me, she was like, you know, like, like I'm like we. A lot of us are homeless. Like I'm homeless, but like I don't make no excuses. Like, I just try to do what I got to do. But, the, you know, he's the type of homeless person. You know, he out here, you know, he ain't making it any better for anybody else. He ain't making it better for any of us other homeless people. He's the one giving us a bad rap. Uh, yeah, of course, that would be the. Of course, they're always, always, they're always division, always. always some caste system. Always, always, always. He makes homeless people look bad. Yep. We're not like that. Wow. He running around here, you know, bothering people, doing this, doing that. I'm just out here trying to live. 
Wow. Trying to live. <sighs> trying to survive, make it to the next day. That's deep. And, and I got to worry about this motherfucker taking taking my shit. Like, because at the end of the day, them that shit that that you know she's using using our space to to rent like that's all she got right that's all she got so it's like you know he over here spying on me you know what i'm saying he he you know he might know what's what's in my in my spot mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and it's like if if, if you know the day he t- tries to break in here or something and take the things that i have he's taking everything from me Right. Everything. Everything I have is in one spot. It's right here. He knows where it is. And she was very emotional about that. Dude, this is crazy. Count your blessings. Be grateful. Yeah. Yeah, nah, that's that's um that's absolutely insane. I'll give you a customer service story in a sense, right? Okay. Not mine per se. I I, I wasn't at work. Um, I'm gonna ask you how you feel about this this level of customer service. I, I had never really given this thought before. All right. <laughs> when was the last time you went to an adult shop, a sex shop? Um, you know what they call it, like a, adult stores. What do they call? Yeah, what do they call it? I mean, sex shops. Sex shop, uh, adult stores. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, the nasty place. A couple of years ago, I was coming. I was out with um. I was out with my fiance and some of our friends. We went to this place in um, near DuPont Circle. It was called the Boardroom, one of those bars mm-hmm. where you can play like board games and shit. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we were coming out, and you know, we've been drinking and shit. And there was a sex shop that was still open. You know, right. it was kind of late, but I guess sex shops be open late. I don't know. Of course, <laughs> what? So, so, and we all went in there. You know, what I'm saying, kind of just. Looking at you know just everything like what's like what's going on? Yeah, let me let me stay hip. (laughs) Yeah, you know we look. There's a bunch of dildos and and things that vibrate. Was there anything that like you hadn't seen before? You just kind of like, oh damn, I guess I haven't really thought about this before. That's interesting. Um, I don't think anything that I didn't necessarily know existed. I didn't know that you that there was like like a sort of like a dildo strap on for the mouth so that someone. Could just like sit on your face. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? So you just got like a dick coming out your mouth, like coming from your mouth area, so that someone can come sit on your face. That doesn't sound comfortable. <laughs> Wait, so well, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, people sit on people's faces all the time. Yeah, yeah, I get, you know yeah, I mean? but they don't have a fucking device. Yeah, like they don't have a, a fucking bane well, mask well, well, on. Yeah, it sort of looked like that. But then again, <laughs> would you? I mean, gags don't look comfortable but people use gags like that you know yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's, it's yeah. a to each his own like you just yeah no once oh, you go I'm, in hey, there I'm, yeah i'm not hating right like <laughs> right once you go in there you just it just opens you up you kind of forget uh-huh. oh man like people are into these things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so this is what i hadn't thought about before mm-hmm. <laughs> is customer service in a shop like that <laughs> oh okay <laughs> right so because i hadn't been one a long time but i went like last week right Right, so uh, me and lady friend popped up in there, <laughs> and we're, we're looking at stuff, and there's this chick, and she's running the place, and she is, I mean, certainly to certain people, I guess, would be overstepping boundaries. I thought it was just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. We're looking at stuff, 
I think we're back by like the bondage area when you're looking at a bunch of straps and shit like they're strapping people to ropes, doors, ropes, ropes and pulleys. Nigga, there was a ro- matter of fact. So she comes over, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh man, you know, look what he guys looking for. Uh, you know, we're just looking around us. We just, you know what I mean? Just seeing, just getting the lay of the land, really, honestly. And she was like, oh yeah, you know, these over here, they were like some some nipple clamps. Mm-hmm. She was like, with, with chains, you know, between the little clamps. And she was like, you know, these right here, I got me a new man. And he like he like these like he like his nipple pinch, you know what I mean? So I put these right up on like they look like like jumper cables. You <laughs> was like I put these right up on the nipples and I that get them right there. That get them right where they need to be. And I'm like, oh wow, this is very interesting that you would share that information. But okay, cool, whatever. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, I'm about to take these home to him tonight. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, all right, cool, cool, cool. And then we start like, you know, just mosey on away a little bit, like a few feet. She follows us. <laughs> I don't know where y'all think y'all going. I'm right here with you. Y'all the only people in the store. And <laughs> she comes over and now we, it's still in the bondage area. It's kind of big. So we're still in the bondage area. But there are there's a photo on top of this box. It is just a lot of rope. Mm-hmm. But the way that the woman was tied up on the box was wild. Yeah. It looked like you had to be a damn sailor to use this rope, to like <laughs> really use this rope and tie in ways that are going to be like... Very intricate. Yeah, that are actually going to constrict and bind the person. Yeah. And I was like, damn, do they, does this come with an instruction manual or something like that? Because I don't, don't know nobody know how to just tie these knots like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, there's a man that come in here all the time. I'm going to lie. He be turning me on because he be telling me about the stuff he about to do to his... His wife and he got this whole collection. He tied her up. You got the clams. He putting this on her and that on her. It's like real Fifty Shades of Grey at their house. And she was like, "Yeah, he be coming in here and getting me, getting me all hot." And I'm like, "All right, all right." Re- reaching that moment of ecstasy. But the thing is, again, if you work in a shop like that, you clearly comfortable with the place. You know, all the stuff in there. But the but the customer services was funny to me Mm -hmm. because you have to reach a certain level of intimacy with the people that come through. Yeah. You're asking them what they're like. You're looking at them saying, yeah, what y'all trying to get into tonight? Like, that's pretty pretty much what you're saying. Like, what y'all trying to get into tonight? Right. Like, do you want her to wear this little vibrator thing that she can just put on her vagina and then you can just have the remote and she can be at the store. She can be at work and you can just turn it on Mm -hmm. and just have her. You know, it's just sort of orgasm or wherever. I'm just like, okay. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's the sort of, hey, 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 hey. But there's a but there's a lot of very, very interesting stuff out there. Just it's, come home hot and ready. You know what I mean? Because you've been Because you've been, you been, yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been letting you, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's crazy. I've been letting you bake out there. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, no, I thought that that was really interesting. It, it really, I understood the fact that we were in a sex op, so she was going to come and try to talk to us about that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, what until, else are you going to talk about? Egg, well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked, because it wasn't until she started talking about some other things in her life that was like, all right, why are we doing this? Because then mm-hmm. she started talking about how she was thinking about taking McDonald's to court or something like that because of the way that they treated her and why she's working where she's working now because they were paying her way less than they were everyone else and you gotta be always gotta be a little cautious with niggas that just start oversharing like that. And then she, and then, and then her mom comes into the place, and she's having some conversation with her mom for a little bit. Her mom leaves, and she's just like, Ugh. like you know, she can go do whatever the fuck she wants to do. If she just wants to be skipping her cancer treatments and stuff like that, that's fine. Like, I don't fucking, I don't fucking care anymore. I'm a grown ass woman. I got my own shit to do. And I was just like, 
Oh, okay. It's time for us to get out of here. Right. We can't go down this road. And right. she sat there and talked to us about that for a little while. We, we, we left. But I don't want to generalize. Right. But if you're going to a place like that, I don't really know. Like, is, can they just be like cool people? Like, just <laughs> like that, are, that can help me get my nastiness on right right but at the same time just have some boundaries and just like chill or do you feel as though if you go to a place like that the people that work there for the most part are going to be some very um colorful characters maybe i'll put it that way (laughs) um you know honestly i feel like it could go either way i i guess in a sense i should expect whoever's going to help me out in here to be very knowledgeable about sex and possibly give me some of their own personal experiences I don't think that's I don't think that's completely off the charts, but the whole nigga, I saw a spiked whip in there. Oh, my. That's goodness. And she let us she took it out the box. She let us feel it like, bro, if you apply some pressure, that's that's great, bro. It was insane. Like that scoring. Like that is definitely drawing blood. If some of y'all niggas want to bleed. And have sex at the same time. I do that. <laughs> like I saw the paddle, and like the paddle is one thing. I've seen like some some wooden paddles, some spike paddles. But then when I saw the spiked whip, I was like, oh, you know, the riding crops too. But when I saw the spiked whip, I was like, oh, y'all taking it to another level. Pain is pleasure, bro. So the, they say the the size of anal beads out there, <laughs> yo. <laughs> what I'm talking about, like t- just dropping a tennis ball in someone's ass, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, what? Oh, man. oh man, yeah, nah. There was um, there was some some crazy, there was some crazy, crazy stuff in there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I, sh- I feel like you should probably expect a little. Something a little over the top, a little something a little weird, something something that you're not quite used to but, in a but, place like that. Yeah, but what's interesting to me is, you know, the way that people look at sexual deviancy. I think that people would call much more people creeps and weirdos if they knew what particular type of brand of sexual intimacy they're into. Right. I think you would look over at a lot of like friends or colleagues or acquaintances and be, if you knew what they was getting in, you'd be like, yo, that's some weird shit yeah but there's just so i I, yeah i don't even i I don't even um what is creepiness to you in general yeah but i guess i guess creepiness when it comes to and whatever maybe you feel like women are reading as as creepiness next woman i get on here i'm gonna ask her what creepiness is to her like how she feels it coming off of a guy right because again sexual deviancy is it want that word is even interesting to you because to deviate means to go off track. It means to go somewhere else, right? Mm. So what is the track? Like what is what just missionary every single time and do nothing else? <laughs> like well, like what like what is deviancy? De- like deviating from what exactly? What is too wild? Like that's well, the thing. Like everybody's the thing. into sex, their own. Sex has become such an open book now. It's not yeah. just a couple of things anymore. It's a lot it's of a different lot of things. things. Right. That's what I'm saying. So what? It, so what exactly is, is is creepiness? When it when it, well, I, what? I mean, go ahead. I'll just let you. What is creepiness when it comes to sex? Is that what you're asking me? Or 
what is creepiness when it comes to when it comes to propositioning someone? Like, what is a creepy vibe? Why do people give off creepy vibes? What it what is it that you what what is it that you think that people are actually reading about someone that makes uh, them feel uncomfortable and maybe in danger? Uncomfortable and maybe in danger. <laughs> Funny enough, someone that damn, you know what? Now I feel like I'm about to contradict myself because someone that does get a little too intimate with you mm-hmm. could absolutely be someone that's creepy. Now, in a sex store, I don't think it's quite as creepy just because they're trying to give you customer service because you're in a sex store. Yeah. But someone, let's say you're not in a sex store. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah most of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Someone that just a little too get to know you, someone a little okay. too a little too adamant about getting information from you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Relax. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Relax. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, like you want to know me and be friends with me like a little too much. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Okay. Whatever, yeah. It, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you're a little too adamant about yeah. right now. I don't know you. Right. 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 I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know anything about you. Okay. But yet you're trying to know me a little too quickly. Do you feel like and, and we can fully acknowledge that this would be a subjective judgment from you? Do you feel like there is a level of 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 sexual intercourse that you feel like is just like that's 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 creepy. That's absolutely no holds barred. I don't care what anyone says. It's not a different strokes for different folks type of thing. Like, no, that's we can't do. We can't talk about that. That's nasty or that's weird. They're weirdos for that. I don't I don't care. I might just be a little uneducated because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff out there, but not really. I don't think that I'd be outside like, of animals. Okay. Probably. Oh yeah. 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 I was about to say, yeah. Okay. No, no, Hold no. on a second. Cause, yeah, cause I can yeah. give you a couple. Okay. Okay. You're, no. okay probably, probably an bestiality. Yeah. Uh, necrophilia, which I don't know if you know, but that is sex with dead bodies. Um, okay. Okay. I can give you some see, probably, see, probably shit play. I don't, I don't know how you I feel about shit play. I, I Remember don't. when two girls, one cup came out? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> but yes, like be swirling around shit and spitting in other people. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, R. Kelly was peeing on niggas. Well, yeah. Or women. Yeah. Young women. <laughs> so that that might be a little too much for me. Right. No, I'm sorry. That is a little too much for me. <laughs> it might be. Like, yeah, let's clarify. That is. Like, I might, try, I might try it out. <laughs> that is a little too much for me. Yeah. So they're definitely, I'm about to say, there should be uh, some things. See, that, the thing is, I don't, I don't really. Even things, think about yeah, these things aren't flowing through my mind. <laughs> like I'm not thinking about this. I'm not thinking about bestiality. I'm not thinking about like I, no. But remember, you brought that to my attention that there are like 13 states where it's, where legal, it's legal to have sex yeah. with your yeah. pets. Or yeah, animals. I just happened to come across that fact. Yeah, that was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, it's an alarming amount of states. I forget him. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not necessarily into people drawing blood for sexual satisfaction, but mm. that's just me. Right. You know, I'm not trying to draw no blood. Like. I don't want to. You don't want the spiked whip thing, but if it's like a nail in the back and like it just so happens, you wouldn't be mad. No, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're talking about like just going for, like going for the blood. Like that's your mission. Is I need to, yeah. Like I need to hurt you. Like, like the bleeding just makes me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like like I don't. That's not. That's not really cool for me. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I I don't. I mean, aside from those, like, 
what I believe to be ex- super extreme versions of sexual encounters. Yeah, I don't really um, I don't really know what else out there is just a little a little too much. But man, people give it up out here. Mm-hmm. It gets very, very interesting. Goes down in the DM. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk to the people about? You have a uh, yeah, anything? Oh, uh, nah, man. I think I got a lot off today. Um, <laughs> let let the people inside my life. We'll pl- we'll please, sir, give your last words. Um, man, my last words are sorry. I'm just gonna take a little. I'm gonna take a little bit from you here. Do it. There's a there's a lot of people out here going through shit that you couldn't even imagine. Um, so man, it would it pays to be grateful for what you have because a lot of people don't have that, man. A lot of people don't have that. Like, you know, we we talk about the villages that raise us. Um, and I think it's God, it's underrated. It's really underrated. Just the fact that I don't think a lot of people really realize how good they have it. Like it's the thought of realizing how good you have it is severely underrated. Severely. Yes. Gravely underrated. Yeah. I got to go off of that too, just because of this, this moment I had yesterday. And I still, to be honest with you, that was the, again, the very first time in my life, I think like that, yeah, that, well, that happened. And again, I didn't know that could happen to the extent that it happened. And I don't think that I've fully processed it yet. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to continue to grow appreciation for what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more and more I think about it and talk about it. But. Uh, wow. Wow. A, a, a lottery pick. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's just what it was. You I could- spoke. I spoke. I spoke to. I spoke to my mother, which my biological mother, and she was telling me this story about one of my siblings. And she said she went over there uh, to spend time with them. I don't know how long ago this story is, but she was like, yeah, you know, whatever whatever sort of illness that I have dealt with in my life, mentally speaking, I, this person has that Mm -hmm. they inherited this from me. Mm -hmm. And she tells me a story about hanging out with this sibling of mine and they're just chatting. And one of them or, or the sibling gets up and walks into the kitchen. Now, the dog has been out here running around, playing with this toy, making a whole lot of noise. The toy makes noise when it moves around. And the dog's been throwing this toy around. It's been making a whole lot of noise. And this sibling comes out. And by the way, for anyone, this is this is a sibling that I don't really have contact with. Right. So when siblings come on here in the future, it's not them. <laughs> it's not them. People are like, oh, I wonder if it's this one or that one. No, it's not going to be either of them. Um, so they emerge from the kitchen with 
a butcher's knife in their hand. And my mother thinks immediately, oh man, I'm about to have to go to jail because this person's about to try to kill me and I'm going to have to kill them first. Wow. That's a crazy headspace That's to be in. a very, very grave headspace to be in. Right? Yeah. And the sibling proceeds to walk past her and shoves the dog off to the side. It's not that kind of story. And starts chopping up the toy that was making all the noise. That's crazy. Starts going ham at it, stabbing the fuck out of it, chopping it up until it just until it goes off. That's crazy. And just looks back and was like, yeah, it was that was annoying me. And goes back and puts puts the knife back in the kitchen. That's crazy. And it's a lot of moments like these, a lot of the ones well, that in particular, because that is blood. There's DNA involved, mm-hmm. right? That I share. Mm-hmm. And I just look around and I think with with that person, with p- other people that I know in life, acquaintances, these people you tell stories about, I think I'm none of these people. Mm-hmm. I'm none of these people. And not only am I none of these people, but I'm quite the contrary. Like, this, like I, that doesn't read to me. Right. That never comes up in my consciousness. That's never uh, an option for me. Right. And again, that that gratitude all so much ran through my mind yesterday. And it, it, yeah, man, I, I, I've been on here preaching gratitude for, for a minute, but you just you you just got to be. I mean, you got to hammer that shit in for real, for real, because a lot of people don't quite realize, like I said, what they have. Man, I, so, I call I call my mom, my dad, my aunt. I called all. They was just like, damn, like, th- thank you. Like, wow, this is really, this is really moving. Because I was sitting there like crying, like on the phone. With <laughs> I was just like, this shit is crazy. I don't really know what's going on. Like, this is really, really insane right now. And it's intense. Mm-hmm. But I had like, while I'm here in this space, I had to call y'all and let y'all know exactly how I feel about the village and the methods that y'all used to raise me, because I it could just be just, oh my just, god. Think about the fact man. like you could have been anybody anywhere. Like your like your soul just happened to land right here with those people. That's how that's what they believe. That's how they kind of look at it. Is that been it, anybody anywhere? That's crazy to me, man. That's absolutely that's absolutely insane. you could have been born in a, any timeline. You know what I'm saying? Like man. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't I guess people that are probably into science would probably listen to this and be like, no, you can't just be anyone. You are who you are and you were there for a reason because that's how DNA and genetics work. Like, no, you couldn't have been that. But for, you know, motivational purposes. Yeah. <laughs> could have been anyone. What, what we're saying is that shit could have been worse. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. For anybody um, that wants to, to call us out. <laughs> oh, man. No, but that, yeah, the, I mean, pretty much. That's that's a that amalgam of of experiences and words just now were, were my last words that just just be you got to find gratitude. Definitely. It's uh, God damn. Like you said, it's severely underrated. Severely. Severely. All right. That's all. That's all I have. This episode 86. Almost to a hundo. Yeah, we about to be there before you know it. All right, man. Thank you all for joining. 